Hey guys, so you know what I think is so funny is the fact that I am recording this the morning of. So if that's not productive, I don't know what is. Um, also, I have absolutely no idea how to start these episodes. Like, I, I guess I'll just kind of learn as I go. Obviously, last week we kind of established the setup I'm going for, which is pretty, um, what, how would you say it? It's, it's very relaxed compared to my previous attempt at podca- podcasting. Wow, can I speak? Um, it's currently 10 a.m. and I'm just starting to drink my coffee, so pardon um, that, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so I obviously established last week that I want to have a quote each week, a caffeinated moment, and a decaffeinated moment, and then talk about some of my obsessions just to kind of almost be like an icebreaker each week or every episode. Just, I feel like it gives it gives us something to talk about here in the beginning before we jump into the real content of the episode. This episode in particular I feel like it's a little bit tricky because this is a bonus episode in case you guys are like, wait, yeah, why are there two episodes this week? Is this going to be the new norm? No, there's going to be an episode every Monday and when I'm able to, I might throw in bonus episodes on Wednesdays, but don't count on that realistically. Just Mondays is when you can expect episodes to be going live and they'll be going live at 5 a.m. every Monday. Okay, that's what I'm holding myself accountable for. However, this week was launch week, and so I wanted to record an extra episode, like a bonus for you guys, Um, just like almost as a present and as a celebration. (laughs) That sounds so weird, like your present is me talking to you, but you get what I mean. I wanted to put out extra content. Also, just with Vlogmas season, I feel like I kind of want to be producing more content um, just because the holidays are going to be so weird this year. Like, we're not, I feel like we're still very connected, but it's in a different way. You guys know what I mean? Like, in the holiday season, it's all about being connected to your relatives and your loved ones, but we can't physically be close to each other this year. So, it's kind of like we found new ways of connecting, and I feel like that's I mean, I guess it's kind of a silver lining with, like, social media and everything. We've realized the importance of how that can create community and that can create that sense of, you know, closeness with people without physically having to be close. But anyway, um, I've kind of already went off track here. I don't even remember what I was saying, to be honest, but... um, Yeah, basically, uh, with vlog... Oh, yeah, with Vlogmas here vlogmas season i have loved the constant uploads on youtube with the people that i've been following i've already fallen behind like (laughs) it literally i'm only on top of it for the first two days i swear because i have so many people that i want to follow and i want to support them throughout vlogmas because i know i know personally how much work it takes to upload a video and to do that every single day i know it's a lot that they put in so i want to support them But it's like, I don't even have the time in my schedule to be able to watch and support their content. So I don't even know how they find the time to produce and create that content. But anyway, yeah, so I'm I'm like way behind. My watch later playlist on YouTube is packed because I keep adding the videos in there. Like, I'll watch it eventually because I want to support them. 
it. Like, so, in all my free time, I'm like, I gotta watch these videos. Um, I, I also obviously love it. It's not, like, a chore to watch them, but, um, yeah, I, I've fallen behind on Vlogmas, like, watching videos. But the reason I bring Vlogmas up is because with Vlogmas, they're creating content every single day, and I feel like that's so important, especially this year with the pandemic and everything going on. I just feel like it's so crucial to um, continually show up if you have a platform or if, if you're able to continually show up just so that people don't feel as alone. And I feel like what I am trying to do with my YouTube channel, with this podcast, and what a lot of influencers kind of do is they try to create a community. And I feel like that's so important during these times. So anyway, that's my really long and like un like unnecessarily long um, way of explaining why I want to be producing more content here in the month of December basically. Um, but yeah, I have absolutely no idea how to start these episodes. Like, how do you just jump in and start talking about things? I have no idea. Whereas before, like, I would have a specific topic I was going to be talking about, and so I could kind of figure out, almost like when you're drafting an essay, I could figure out, like, or a speech, you know, how you, you break the ice and how you start it and introduce the topic. But, like, with this new setup, I don't have a specific topic typically. So that's why I wanted to do the quote, the caffeinated moment, the decaffeinated moment, and the obsessions. But then it's like, how do you jump into that? You know what I mean? It, it's really weird. Or maybe I just, I mean, I am just overthinking it. But anyway, um, I guess I'll just read the quote for this week and then explain why. Or not even this week. That's the other weird thing with this episode is since it's a bonus episode, it's kind of hard for me to do that um, because it was meant to be, like, a weekly quote, a weekly caffeinated and decaffeinated moment, and weekly obsessions, and so I'm recording an episode later this week for this week, but I also need to do it for this episode. Anyway, um, you guys, you guys kind of get my point. Um, so I'm gonna tell you a couple things. I'm still doing my normal intro, but not all the things, because I need to save some for my, you know, weekly episode for next week. So next Monday. But anyway, the quote I chose for today's episode, I should say, is, one second, I gotta pull it up. <laughs> it's on my phone. All right, here we go. So, and I quote, that was the longest pause. I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave that in, but that, that was really awkward. Um, okay, so now I'm quoting. I've found that growing up means being honest about what I want, what I need, what I feel, who I am. I saw that quote on Pinterest, um, I believe, last week when I decided I was going to do this bonus episode. <laughs> so yeah, I, I planned on like recording this last week, but things came up. I didn't get to it until now, today, the morning of. But I feel like that's kind of cool too, because maybe it can make us feel a little closer. Like if you guys listen to this the day that it comes out, I literally recorded this the day that you're listening to it. Isn't that cool? I just, I know that sounds kind of weird, but like with Vlogmas even, when I'm like, whoa, like I'm, I'm almost watching this in real time. They recorded or they filmed this video yesterday. I don't know. Anyway, um, so to reflect on the quote, I'm going to read it one more time. I found that growing up means being honest about what I want, what I need, what I feel, and who I am. 
And so that really stood out to me because I found it after I developed my idea for this bonus episode. I had seen some questions like this thing on Pinterest earlier and it was like find your passion and it has 10 questions that you're supposed to answer in order to really like self-reflect and figure yourself out, right? And so I was like, that sounds so cool. I want to do that. And then I was like, you know what? I can make that a podcast episode, almost like a do a self-reflection exercise with me type episode where I answer the questions as we go and like I get out my notebook and we do some self-reflection together. I just thought that'd be really cool. And then I found this quote and I was like, that fits so perfectly because I feel like in my 19 years of life on this planet, I've found that same thing, you know, like growing up means being honest, you know, like you think growing up means getting everything figured out, right? Like one day I'm going to have everything figured out. I'm going to know what I want to do with my life. I'm going to have my relationships figured out. It's going to be perfect. But growing up, I've realized it's actually not even about that because even now when I'm technically an adult, I'm like, I feel like a child in an adult's body. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, right? Like, none of us know what we're doing. In a lot of ways, life is kind of like, what the, sorry, I was about to swear. (laughs) In a lot of ways, life is like, what, what is this? Is this a simulation? We're not getting into conspiracy theories here, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what even is this? None of us know what we're doing. None of us know what life really is. Like, when you, when you're, staying up late at night and you have those deep questions what is life what is life right like what is it besides growth and learning and just experiencing and growing up is not about having everything figured out or having the answers it's about being honest about what you're experiencing because if you're not honest about what you're experiencing that's when you start running into issues and life becomes not not fulfilling right like if you're not honest about the way you're feeling in a relationship for example you're gonna feel trapped you're gonna feel caged depending on what you're experiencing what you're feeling like you are not going to be fulfilled in that relationship and in the same way like let's say you're going to college just because your family wants you to but you really have no idea what you want to do and you don't like college you're just doing it just to do it and and it's kind of like are you really being honest with yourself? And are you being, like, to an extent, are you being honest with your family? But more importantly, are you being honest with yourself? Because if you're not, that's probably why you're not happy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the more honest and genuine you can be with the way that you're living, the more mature you are and the more happy and fulfilled you end up becoming. At least I feel like I've realized that. I know when I graduated high school, I feel like... I kind of just had this like idea in my head that I had to act as if I had everything figured out so that other people would take me seriously, you know? And like ever since graduating high school, I've just went in circle after circle after circle because I'm constantly choosing new career paths and then trying to convince everyone that I know what I'm doing because if I'm being honest with myself, I have no clue what I'm doing. So I try to convince others that I do. But really, I've come to a point, I think it's much more important, and I think this shows how much I've grown and how much I've matured. Now, when people ask, like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm trying this, but who knows? Because, like, I don't honestly know. I'm still figuring it out. 
and it, it's so weird to see people's reactions because some people are just kind of like oh okay and then other people it's almost like it's almost like refreshing where they're like oh wow thank you for actually like being honest not that they like care um but like most people are like well I'm going to major in finance and become a financial advisor or I'm going to major in graphic design and work for a magazine or like they have they feel like they have it all figured out and they tell people these plans that they have but nine times out of ten things don't go the way that you expect them to I'm not saying that to be negative it's not saying like oh it's like nothing's gonna turn out the way you plan I'm not I'm not saying it like that I just mean like sometimes you don't know what's best for you and sometimes you can have plans and they just completely fall away and it can feel devastating at the moment, but then you end up growing through it and it is usually not graceful. <laughs> like me, no, it's not graceful at all. Like anytime my plans fall through, I get frustrated and upset and I'm like, what the hell? And then it ends up turning out fine. I'm so grateful for every, all, every single one of my plans that fell through. I'm so grateful for that because it's given me all these experiences and it's brought me to where I am and like I'm so proud to say that like I'm still in a place in my life where I'm figuring it out and you know what I don't think that I need to have it figured out and I know society tells us we do but like we don't you know what I mean like I wish someone would have told me that when I was in high school you know I wish they were like you don't have to know but that's not what they said. They said, so what college are you going to? So what are you going to do with your life? Like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life until you die? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, shit, I don't know. Oh, shoot. I just swore, but, you know, it is part of life. I'm going to try not to swear just because I know some people are triggered by that. If I do swear, I'm sorry, but I am going to leave it in there just because I feel like that's real. Like, I, I swear in real life. So many people are surprised by that. Like, I'll swear and they'll be like, oh my god, Rachel, you swear? And I'm just like, yeah, don't you? And they're like, well, yeah, but you just don't seem like the type. And I'm like, oh, well, that's a little stereotypical, Becky, don't you think? <laughs> no, I I swear. Like, I am human. Um, Anyway, I don't know what the point of me saying that was. But going back to the quote, being, or sorry, going back to the quote, growing up, means being honest right and it also means knowing what you want and what you need and what you feel and who you feel that you are right and so honestly I don't want to talk about this much not because I'm trying to hide anything from you guys but just because I feel like I want to keep my personal life personal right but I do really quickly just want to talk about this because I feel like it relates and I feel like it might resonate with some of you. And it might not because this is honestly like dramatic. But okay, I had my first relationship. And I can't believe I'm even talking about this, you guys. I'm going to keep it really brief. So I'm sorry if you have questions, but I don't want to talk about it that much online. Okay. All right. So in June, I had my, I started dating this guy and it was my first relationship ever. So I was really nervous. And by like it was after the 4th of July so it was like beginning of July we ended up breaking up because I wasn't having the same feelings that I had for him in the beginning and I felt so bad about this at the time like I cried so much because I felt like I was this awful person blah 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 
what I've realized from reflecting on that relationship and everything about it is that the reason it didn't end up working out is because I wasn't honest. I was honest to him. Like, I was being genuine, I swear. But I wasn't being honest with myself about what I really wanted and what I really needed because I was so focused since it was my first relationship. I feel like I was hyper-focused on, like, oh my god, does he like me? Like, am I good enough? Like, am I worthy of love? Like, those deep, dramatic questions. But I was so focused on that that I wasn't even asking myself, is this relationship what I really want? Is this what I really need? Blah, 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 blah. Like, how do I feel? I wasn't asking myself those questions and looking back, I'm like, why the heck were my priorities, does he like me? And they weren't, oh, sorry, I just like hit the microphone, sorry if you heard that. But why were my priorities asking myself, does he like me, and not asking myself, do I like him? It's so weird looking back, but anyway, I ended up losing feelings for him in that way, and that sounds like such a for lack of a better phrase, I'm sorry, it sounds like such a dick move, like, you know, I don't want to be that person that's like, I just, I just lost feelings for you, but I did, and, and it was so weird and so surreal, because I remember watching movies or hearing people say that, and I was like, that's so stupid, like, you can't just lose feelings, but then I experienced it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you actually can, like, am I, I'm the villain, I'm the bad person in these movies, you know, or like, in real life, I'm the terrible person that everyone talks about where they're like, grow the fuck up. And it's like, I am I needed to grow up, I guess. And part of growing up, like this quote is saying, is being honest. And I was honest with him as far as I knew, but I wasn't being honest with myself, right? And, and this has come true in other areas of my life too. Like my career, that's why I've, or like college, that's why I've went in circles so much is because... I'm not honest about what I want. I'm always asking, well, like, what's going to seem like the best move here? Or what's going to make me um, the most, what am I trying to say? I'm always asking, what do other people expect of me? And I'm never asking, what do I want in life? What do I need in life? Right? And in this relationship, I wasn't asking what I needed. And so there were just little things that I ended up realizing after the breakup and doing some self-reflection, there it was like a combination of little things that there were no red flags. He was a great person. He didn't do anything wrong. It was just there were little things that I should have been honest with myself up front and realized, you know what? The, like, you're great, but this isn't what I want for a relationship. And you can't provide everything that I need for a relationship. And you know what? Like, at the end of the day, I just didn't feel it. You know what I mean? It was more like I viewed him as a friend. Okay, and then here's the plot twist, you guys. We're actually really good friends now because after a month or two, I ended up reaching out and I wrote him a letter. I know, I'm so dramatic. But anyway, I wrote him a letter and I slipped it in his pocket because we we used to work together. It's a whole story. I'm not going into it. But anyway, I slipped the note into his pocket I'm like, I'm so dramatic. Oh my god. And like, I couldn't say it to his face because we weren't talking. And anyway, now we're friends. We've been friends for a couple months. He's a really good friend. And he was super understanding when I just tried to explain to him, like, I just wasn't being honest. I wasn't being genuine. And I apologize. Like, I was in the wrong here. Anyway, um, 
we're friends now, plot twist, pretty cool, but what I realized is I wasn't being honest about the way I felt, and the way I felt was I always just viewed him as a friend, there wasn't like that spark, you know, I hate that, I hate that when people are like, there needs to be a spark, but you need to feel romantically attracted to someone, right, and I just didn't, like, at first I did, but after the first couple dates, it was almost like the excitement had wore off, and I know that's natural, I know that's natural, but it's like, I viewed him more as a friend. It, it didn't feel like those feelings of, like, more, if that makes sense. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it much, but that's where I'm reflecting on the quote, growing up means being honest, right? And um, it also means being honest about what you need and what you feel. And so I'm just rambling at this point. I'm trying to, like, loop it back and introduce um, the topic of today's episode, which is finding your passion, which is something that I feel like I have not been honest about with myself for a really long time. And um, anyway, so I am going to do that exercise today with you guys just figuring out what I really am passionate about being genuine about it being honest about what I need what I feel what I want, who I am all that from the quote, you get it. Um, But really quick, I do also want to talk to you guys about my caffeinated moment, my decaffeinated moment, and just a couple things that I've been obsessed with the last couple days. So I just paused the recording to drink some coffee, and I realized I literally went on for 21 minutes about this. Oh my god. Anyway, um, okay, so my caffeinated moment. This is so cool. So this last weekend, and I actually filmed this. It's in a YouTube vlog. It's called like busy days in my life. I know. So original of me. Anyway, it's on my YouTube channel if you want to see it. But I ended up trying a new Starbucks order, which I know some of you just rolled your eyes because you're like, are you kidding? But one of my New Year's resolutions for 2021 not that I've made my list yet, I just know a couple things that I want to kind of start working on. You know how some people start working on their New Year's resolutions in December? That's me. I'm that person. Hate me if you need to. Um, love me if you want to. That was the weirdest thing. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, um, yes, one of my New Year's resolutions, I want to start being more explorative. That's not the right word. I want to start exploring more with my coffee orders, being more adventurous. And again, I know some of you are cringing or rolling your eyes. Believe me, I understand how cringy of a resolution that is, but it doesn't change it, okay? Like, I want to start trying things, you know, like, with coffee in specific. I'm a very routine person. I always get the same thing. I always get an iced vanilla latte with almond milk. It's what I always get. It's basic. It's very um, commonly known. But anyway, I want to start spicing it up, add a little spice to my life in my coffee orders, if you know what I mean. So this last weekend, (laughs) I'm really adventurous. I ended up getting the iced vanilla chai latte with almond milk. Ooh, how spicy of me to add one thing in there. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm like just roasting myself at this point. But yeah. It was so good. I remember my best friend, Brooke, she ended up taking me to this place in the cities up in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. And I can't remember, it was like the Underground Coffee Cafe. 
I can't remember the title of it and I'm too lazy to look it up. But anyway, they're very famous for their chai. And so when I went there, I had no idea what to order because like I said, I'm very basic. I get the same thing every single time I order coffee. So I went there and the barista was like, what do you want? <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? Like, what do you recommend? And so he recommended the orgasmic chai latte is what it was called. Love the title. Anyway, um, it was so good. Might I say orgasmic? Okay. No, I will not say that. But it was very, very good. And I was like, very impressed. And I think it had like marshmallow in it too. I don't even know. It was just it was good. So I wanted to add chai to my order. And also I've been really obsessed with this girl on TikTok. You guys might know her if you like coffee. Her name is Anna. And she always says Starbies, right? And so she always creates TikToks where she goes to Starbucks and she'll try different orders. And so I've, I was like binging a bunch of her TikTok videos going through and I actually got a memo pad, like just a cheap 50 cent memo pad from Walmart. And I ended up writing down a bunch of the orders. So I want to start trying different Starbucks orders. But anyway, besides the point, my voice just like went weird. I don't know if you guys could hear that in the audio, but um, sorry about that if you could. My caffeinated moment was trying a new Starbucks order and loving it. It was so, so good. Loved it. And like I said, it's like planning ahead with my New Year's resolutions. So it was just really, really cool. Okay, now moving on to my decaf moment. Honestly, this one was kind of hard because realistically, I don't typically have that many bad days. I try to stay pretty positive and you guys get it. So it's hard to even come up with this. Like I typically probably have one or two once a week decaf moments, right? Like moments that I'm just, they kind of suck. And I need to save some for my next episode for this weekly ep episode that'll go up next Monday that I'll be recording later this week. But one thing I will just say for this one is I didn't record this episode last night. And even though I joked about it in the beginning, like how productive of me, it kind of sucks that I wasn't able to record this last night because that means that today's going to be really busy. Like, I have quite a few things to do. I have to record this episode. I, I should reword that. I get to record this episode. I get to edit a YouTube video that I want to go live tomorrow. And then I also have a discussion post that I need to do. And this is so exciting. The reason why I didn't want to have a big to-do list today is because tonight... Me, my mom, and my sister are going to go with my grandma to go look at Christmas lights because when my mom was little, her and her family, so with my grandma and my grandpa, who if you guys didn't know, he passed away a couple Christmases ago. Not Christmases, I'm sorry. A couple years ago. That sounded so bad. Um, actually, it was my grandma on my dad's side. She actually died Christmas Day a couple years ago. So I just kind of got that not mixed up, but I don't know why I said Christmas is ago. Anyway, my grandpa died a couple years ago. And so um, we always try to make it a thing, especially at Christmas and certain holidays and stuff to like, we make it a point to go spend time with my grandma, right? Um, she's always like, I'm fine. I'm fine living on my own because she's an independent woman like that, which we can appreciate. But also she's family and we want to spend time with her. So we're going to um, get pizza which I'm excited about. And then we are going to go look at Christmas lights. 
because like I said, when my mom was little, they would always go look at Christmas lights every Christmas, and so it's kind of a tradition. So yeah, we're going to be doing that tonight. Um, so my decaf moment is that I didn't get to record this last night, so I have to record it today, this morning, which is fine. I'm still happy about it. All positive vibes here. Um, and also, that's a good thing because, like, the silver lining is that was self-care and me not forcing myself to do something that I just didn't have the energy to do. And I never want to just, like, record content just to put it out there. I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is, but I want you guys to get something from it. So I didn't want to be recording when I just didn't feel like recording, if that makes sense. But it does kind of suck just because of the way the plans worked out. And then also this morning, I didn't end up working out, which I wanted to work out every morning this week. And I was really good about it on Monday and on Tuesday. I ran a whole mile, which some of you are like, that's nothing. And some of you might be like, whoa, what? (laughs) But anyway, I was doing so good at the beginning of this week. But yesterday, like I I believe I said, I worked yesterday and I worked a six-hour shift from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m., which isn't too bad. I normally work six-hour shifts, but it was a little bit later than I normally end up getting done, and that's why I didn't end up recording the episode. But also, because I did my run in the morning yesterday, and then I worked the six-hour shift, I my body was just dead. Like, I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm doing these workouts for me. It's so that my body can be healthy, right? And like I can feel healthy. And right now, my body is just not in a place to be doing that. Like I don't want to push it. So, my workout, quote unquote, which is more like my self care for today, is that I'm going to sleep a little bit longer. And also, it's probably a good thing I did that because I don't know how late we'll be out looking at Christmas lights. Probably not that late, but I might not get to bed at my normal time. So it's probably good I ended up catching up on that sleep. But my point my point is, um, it was kind of a decaf moment that I didn't work out just because I was really hoping to stick with it this week. Um, but I guess no success comes without failure from time to time. So Um, As long as I get back on it tomorrow, it's not going to be an issue. It just kind of sucked because I was like, oh no, not this again. Like, I really wanted to be consistent. I don't want to fall off of that, um, that progress I've made. So, kind of sucked. But also, like I said, it's hard for me to have decaf moments because I always try to find the silver lining. Um, I'm not saying that to be like, like, look at me, I have a perfect mindset. Because sometimes I'll let things get to me. But, um... Yeah, anyway, I I do try to find the silver lining. Um, Anyway, moving on. So, my obsessions. Like I said, I don't want to share too many. I actually have some figured out for this upcoming episode, um, next week's episode. But a couple things that have been fairly recent that I've been really obsessed with. First of all, the coffee mug that I'm drinking from this morning. Okay, I found this at Walgreens, which is the weirdest place to buy a coffee mug, I know, but I was purchasing some Christmas gifts. That's also so weird. I did most of my Christmas shopping at Walgreens slash Amazon. Like, those are the two places, which kind of sucks because I know there's been a thing going around where they're like, buy from 
small businesses and I I wish I would have done that just because I know it's so important it's just like I did my Christmas shopping ahead of time and I I don't know I guess I'm not trying to make an excuse it's just anyway um so yeah I did most of my shopping at Walgreens because I mostly got gift cards and then just a couple little things here and there you know like I'm not gonna say what I got because my friends and family probably listen to my podcast but yeah I just got a couple things at Walgreens when I was there I ended up seeing this mug right and so I don't know if you guys know the trend people like especially influencers they will have mugs with their initial on it right and like I know that at one point I think anthropology had like a really cute one where you have your first letter initial on it and I wanted one so bad but I just never bought one for some reason well anyway the other day I went to Walgreens and like I said that's so weird I went to Walgreens but um I did to buy Christmas gifts and I saw this mug and so it's like white but it's kind of like an off-white but anyway it's white and it has a gold R on it in this cute like fancy font um it, it reminds me of like Times Times New Roman but it's not Times New Roman um it's just it looks nice and it's gold and then it has a gold handle and I love it so so much like obsessed anyway so that's what I'm drinking my coffee out of um and I love it I love it the other thing I've been obsessed with lately which you're gonna be like that's so generic but it's actually not because I I'm just gonna be honest I have been so bad at consistency on my YouTube channel from its conception like I used to do it um every now and then in the beginning I've gotten in I guess you could say like grind modes right like modes where I am really good at uploading and then I'll just like fall off the face of the planet as far as my YouTube channel goes and it's so bad I like I want one of my new year's resolutions is to be more consistent right and I want to talk about this thing my friend Brooke she sent me a TikTok and I looked at it this morning and this lady was, um, she was like, tell me something that your therapist told you that like changed your life. And so then this girl duetted it and she was talking about how it's important not to necessarily be a goal-based person or have goal-based, like goal, it's not good to be goal-oriented, it's better to be value-oriented. I can't remember how she said it exactly, but basically it's the idea like if you set a goal like I want to hit so many subscribers or I want to um, do this or do that where where it's something that like it might not come true right like it might not happen for you um, that's never gonna make you happy even when you reach that point you're always gonna be wanting something more so like you want a hundred subscribers you reach a hundred you're like oh my god but I want 500 and then you reach 500 and then you're like but I want a thousand that's a really bad example because you guys probably can't relate with YouTube, but you, you get what I mean. Like, you're always going to want more if you're doing something goal-based. But she said if you have something that's more value-oriented, you're going to find much more fulfillment. So instead of setting the goal, like, I want to reach a 1,000 subscribers in the year 2021, I, I feel like one of my goals that I'm going to set, and like I said, I haven't made my list. I feel like one of the goals that I'm going to set is something like 
I am consistently uploading YouTube videos because I love it. Or, um, you know, just like I am consistent with my online uploading. Like, I want to be more consistent. I feel like that's one goal I want to set. And since it's more value-based, it's much more achievable. So instead of me being like, I need to post all kinds of content so I can reach this crazy number, it's more like, I want to post videos so that I can prove to myself that I can be consistent. And so that, like, one day I can look back and because I was consistent, I have my life documented. And it's like I didn't fall off because I was trying to reach some unattainable goal. And instead, I was just creating content because I loved it and I did it consistently because I knew I could and I had that determination. Anyway, so value-based goals over goal-oriented goals is basically what the TikTok was saying. And um, Brooke, if you're listening, thank you for sending me that. I feel like I really needed to hear that. And that was just, it was really cool. Almost like, dare I say, life-changing. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, yes, my, one of my new obsessions is YouTube. Like, it sounds generic, but I have been so bad about my consistency And lately, I feel like I've just been really going with YouTube. Like, you guys might not know at this point that I've been doing really good with YouTube because a lot of it is behind the scenes. And so I'm only uploading, like, once or twice a week. I think I've only uploaded, like, three videos in the past, what is it, like, two weeks. But I do have my schedule laid out where I'm, like, trying to get two videos out each week. And I've been doing really good with it. And... I don't know. It's just like I've become obsessed with it again. It's become fun for me to do instead of something that feels like a chore. It's felt, it's felt more like something I'm doing for me, like something I want to do. And I've just like brought the fun back to it. And I've just been so obsessed, like wanting to document my life. And it was so weird because like even this morning I woke up and like, well, I mean, like I made my breakfast, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I started getting ready for my podcast, and I was like, oh, I need to film a clip. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not vlogging today. That's so weird. And so then I literally went on Instagram, like, my Instagram story, and I, I mean, I just talked to the, like, for my story, but it almost felt like vlogging, like I was giving an update. And I'm like, I feel like I need to vlog more. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so obsessed with it. I love the documentation of it, and, um... I think it'd be kind of cool, like, days when I'm not vlogging for my channel, maybe vlog on my Instagram stories, but, like, the thing is, I don't want to vlog every day on my Insta stories, because days when I'm vlogging for my YouTube channel, I'm already trying to, like, get clips and, um, you know, vlog enough that I don't want to, like, have that obligation to do two at a time, it would just be so much, but I feel like I want to start documenting more, I've become really, really obsessed with that, so... Yeah. Okay, so we're for, we're almost 40 minutes into this episode and I haven't even started talking about the new topic. Um but yeah, so I don't even know how to dive into this, but yeah, we're going to now go into the the part of this episode where I do the self-discovery ep- what am I saying? where I do the self-discovery exercise for finding my passion. So if you guys don't have a notebook and a pen um, and you're like in a place right now where you can, maybe grab a notebook and a pen and jot these questions down or 
maybe mentally as I'm going through, maybe mentally answer the questions yourself as well. You don't have to. It just might be helpful. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if this is going to be helpful. I'm just trying it out. So, anyway, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that real quick. I'm just gonna take a quick break, drink my coffee, get my own notebook and pen out, and then we'll jump into that. Okay, guys. So I just got done doing the prompts, like in my journal. I tried to record it as I was going, but there were like too many pauses and gaps where I had to really reflect and think and I'm also the type of person that I I focus better or like I can get more out of myself if that makes sense uh when I write it down okay so um I went through and I did all the prompts and holy crap you guys like I feel like desires and ideas just started like flowing on the page that I wasn't even fully aware of like deep down I feel like I've kind of thought this but I've never let myself really release it I guess it sounds so weird but like dreams that it almost feels like they were locked inside me it sounds so dramatic but I'm serious like dreams that I feel like I've locked down deep inside of me and like desires and things I want to do in life and it's so ambitious you guys it's like ridiculously or grossly ambitious where it's like who do you think you are like so much you guys came to the surface so I actually really recommend you guys try this um again I'm the type of person I can be really vulnerable and open when I'm writing so um since I was just on my own and I just let myself do it I feel like you have to go into this with the mindset of like you know what like no judgment here and anytime like I caught myself having a limiting belief where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should write that down. I'm like, no, write it down. Like, it's what you feel. It's what you think. So you have to have that mindset, but let's jump in. So the first question on this exercise is, what was your favorite thing to do growing up? I feel like these first couple questions didn't really do much for me. I mean, kind of, but they might do more for you guys. I don't know. So what's your favorite? what was your favorite thing to do growing up? One of my things that I love doing was reading, not right away, not like when I was in lower elementary school, but once I started getting more introduced to reading, I loved it. I would read all the time, especially in middle school. I was like the most avid bookworm reader, like I was reading a book all the time. So reading, writing, even from like second grade, I had my second grade teacher ended up telling my mom that I was going to be a writer one day and my mom was like what <laughs> she, but my second grade teacher was like she's really good at writing but I mean I look back on that and I'm like how could she have known like how's she gonna know I, I was in second grade I don't know anyway um I've always loved writing and I feel like I'm really good at it it's something that I actually take pride in I'm not saying that to be arrogant I'm saying that with like cool confidence I feel like I'm a good writer and um I like writing also, this was so hard because I think they're trying to get into your childhood, but it just says growing up. And honestly, I don't remember being that passionate as a child. I just kind of went with the flow as a child. So I don't really know. Um, when I was a child, I was really into playing outside and I would play tag with the boys. I wasn't friends with the girls. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like that child that was kind of, I didn't fit in with the girls. 
I wore dresses and I was girly, but I didn't like girly things as much. I was more into playing tag with the boys and like, I don't know why. It wasn't because I was like that girl trying to be um, different. Like, I'm just different. I wasn't like that. I was a child. It's just I didn't get along with the girls in my class, I guess. I don't really know. But anyway, so I love playing outside. Um, also, I feel like just because I grew up on almost like a hobby farm, my dad's a big gardener, and um, we have all kinds of cats. We've had, um, my dad had chickens at one point, which I am terrified of chickens. I don't like them. I've grown up. I'm not a farm girl. I don't, I don't mess with that. Like, that's, that's just not it for me. But anyway, when I was a kid, I loved playing outside, and I think it was partially due to where I was raised. Um, I also loved DIYs and crafts, and I loved being creative. Like, that was the thing I loved as a child, honestly. And then I liked playing tag, which maybe that translate now, like, why I like running and I like physical activity. I, I like, you guys know what I mean, physical activity as in running, okay? Um, not We're not getting PG-13 or rated R here. Um, okay, I shouldn't have even brought it up. But yeah, DIYs, crafts, and I liked playing tag. That was me as a kid, summed up, basically. Literally, <laughs> me and my sister, we would use band-aids as stickers when we were little because we just wanted to craft all the time and stickers were expensive. And honestly, I don't get that because, like, Dora band-aids weren't those expensive. I don't know. But my parents just bought us band-aids and we would use them like stickers. It's so weird. Anyway, we were very artsy, both of us were, and my sister... Even to this day, she's very artsy. She has been getting into Procreate on her iPad, and so she can take images, like our family photo, and create. I don't know if you guys have seen them on social media. They're like digital graphics. They're like faceless people. It's kind of like the cover of this podcast um, with the girl drinking coffee on her laptop. It's similar to that. Like, she's been getting really into that, and she's also really talented at drawing and she's just she's like an artist basically um we were both very artsy as kids I also loved YouTube this was more so middle school high school I got into YouTube obviously but I was obsessed I loved creating videos in high school I feel like especially early high school it's what kind of helped me get through it in some ways um I just I loved YouTube so anyway, those are some of my favorite things to do as I was growing up. And then number two, the second question says, when you were a child, what did you dream of doing when you grew up? And this one I feel like is so unhelpful for me because I didn't think about that as a kid. I really didn't. I, like, it never crossed my mind like, oh, someday I'll have to work. <laughs> like, I just, I didn't think about it much as a kid. But I, I also know that when I was a kid, I wanted to be Jasmine. From the movie Aladdin I got really mad at my parents like actually genuinely pissed at them as a child I'm like why did you name me Rachel I want to be Jasmine and then they're like well we named you Rachel we think that's a pretty name and I was like well I don't I hate it you need to change my name to Jasmine and they're just like no like sorry we're not gonna do that and I'm like why not and like it was a whole temper tantrum I was dramatic um but anyway as a kid I think the main thing I dreamed about is like the stereotypical things. I dreamed of being a teacher because I would like teach my stuffed animals and my dolls. <laughs> I'd like 
I don't even know. I'd be like, 4 plus 4 equals 8. And then the dolls are just, like, staring back at me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's so sad. I also dreamed of being a mom. Um, so I had, like, baby dolls. And I was like, I want to be a mom. And I think it's so funny because now I'm like, honestly, I don't see myself being a mom in a traditional way. And, like, I don't even want to think about kids until at least 30. And even then, I'm like, maybe not. Um, but I feel like I don't want to have kids in a traditional way. Maybe that'll change. I, I'm, again, nothing set in stone, but right now I'm like, no interest. Um, I would be interested in maybe adopting when I'm older, but like when I'm older is what I'm saying, like at least 30 plus, I'd be interested in adopting from the foster care system, like a kid that's older and needs a home and doesn't get adopted. Um, that's a real problem, you know? Um, Anyway, uh, but I, I don't really see myself being a mom at this point in my life. But as a kid, for some reason, I did. I don't, I don't know. Who, so I don't know what that means. And I don't know how that helps or relates for finding a passion. But I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And then I was like, maybe I'll be a maid. Like, what the hell was that? Why did I think maid? I have no idea. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on. The third question is, what is your favorite topic to talk about? So, if you guys knew me in real life, you'd know I love, 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 love talking politics and human rights and feminism and Black Lives Matter and, okay, I don't love, like, talking about Black Lives Matter, but, like, I'm an avid supporter of Black Lives Matter and I love discussing it and, like, the injustice in our criminal justice system and how it all needs to be reformed. But anyway... I love talking about politics. I also love talking about social media, um, whether it's like things with marketing, social media marketing, like um, things I've learned about SEO or analytics, or um, also just things that are trending on social media. I know that I am obsessed with TikTok. I feel like half of my references, half of my jokes, everything I talk about is TikTok. It's ridiculous, um, to say the least. It, it's ridiculous. But I love talking about TikTok. I think it's so funny. I think it's an amazing app. It's so relatable. I love talking about it. And then I love talking about books so, so much. Oh my god, me and my sister will get in heated discussions. Like if we have differences of opinions on characters. Oh my god. It's so great. It gives me life. I love talking about books that I'm reading. I also love talking about YouTube, whether it's the process of creating YouTube videos or the... Um, YouTube videos I've been watching lately or things I've learned from YouTube videos I've been watching, things I've learned about the YouTube algorithm, how I how I edit, how I use green screens, how I use iMovie, how I basically do YouTube. I love talking about um, my journey with YouTube, basically anything YouTube. I'm like, yes. Okay, so those are like things I like talking about. Question number four is what do you like doing so much that you lose track of time? So this kind of overlaps. I I always lose track of time. Sorry, I like had a brain fart there. <laughs> I always lose track of time when I'm reading. Like I get into the book so much that I'll lose track of time. So I always have to set alarms on my phone when I'm reading and I only have so much time to do it because otherwise I just keep reading like all day. It's It's crazy. I also love writing, and again, I can lose track of time while writing, so I force myself to look up at the clock 
regularly and it's always like what I can't even believe it's like been that long I love writing and then also creating graphics that sounds kind of weird but like I love using canva and being creative and putting graphics together for either a youtube video for instagram posts for like an instagram story post I want to do um I I've created graphics for things in my personal life too for example I recently started like a digital diary. I'll probably talk about that more next in next week's episode, but I did create a graphic for the cover that says like Rachel's digital diary and it's really cute. It just makes it more fun for me to click on it and like enter in my diary for the days that I'm entering diary entries. What am I saying? It just makes it more fun for me to click on it and write in it basically, but creating that graphic was so fun. I've created graphics like my own planners before and I absolutely love it so and I I lose track of time when I do those things and I feel like it's hard because I was gonna write down YouTube but like the thing is is sometimes I get in such a mood where I just I absolutely I love editing and I'll lose track of time I'm just like this is so fun but then other days it is kind of a chore I'm like oh my god like I just need to finish this video and then I'll be done. Also, podcasting. We're almost an hour in, you guys, and it doesn't feel like it's been that long, and we're only on question four. There's going to be a lot more, so sorry this episode is really, really long. Maybe you can, like, split it up and um, listen to it in segments, but, um, yeah, again, passion, hobby, I I love it, so kind of lose track of time while doing that. All right, question number five. Whose life do you envy the most and why? This question was so hard for me because I'm like, I don't really think that I I don't envy anyone's life, but there's certain people where there's just certain aspects of their life that inspire me or that I really love, right? So um, the couple people I wrote down, and I wrote them down for different reasons, and there's all kinds of people that I take inspiration from. These are just a couple that I thought of off the top of my head when I was writing it down. So, Daniel Carolyn and Brooke Michio. I absolutely love their YouTube videos and the style of their editing and their vlogs, and I love their consistently. They both have created content so consistently for such a long time. I just really appreciate their social media presence. I also love their podcast, Gals on the Go. I take a lot of inspiration from it. So, um, that's why I, I, I wrote them down for almost like people that I envy. And then I also wrote down Emma Watson. I love what she's been doing for women's rights. I love it. Um, I also think Greta, Greta, what's her last name? I can't remember her last name, but you guys know who I'm talking about. She's um, big into climate change. I think that's so awesome how educated both of them are and the steps that they're taking to um, constantly be activists and actively demand change, right? Like, I think that is so cool. And then I also wrote down Bethany Hamilton, which sounds so random, but my reasoning is because I love that she found something that she was so passionate about from such a young age and how she really stuck with it and believed in herself. And even when she had setbacks, like I know the main setback is obviously the shark attack, which took her arm, but like even more than that is like the setback of like learning how to live after that or Um, continuing on with her same dreams even after such a life change. Like, she just, she's 
constantly obviously had things come up and I feel like it's so hard to be like a pro surfer but she just like knows that that's her passion that's her purpose in life and she stuck with it and she went through literally all the trials all the tribulations and here she's a pro surfer she's married to her husband and she has two kids and I think she's pregnant right now with her third kid and like she's happy living in wherever she lives like on the beach she goes surfing I just I just love that I think that is something to really take inspiration from is just her story in general and I think it's it's so cool how she just stuck with it and overcome overcame all the odds I just she's such an inspiring person okay number six what would you do differently with your education if you got a chance to start over this one I feel like is more so targeted at like if you were in a career already and you were like I wish I would have done this more but like for me that doesn't really relate so what I ended up writing down is like I kind of wish that earlier in my education, at least with college, I would have explored more with my electives, like learn new things, tried things out instead of trying to have like a full on plan. So like when I first graduated high school, I thought that I was going to major in psychology and become a therapist. And so I mostly took classes for my generals that related to that. And then I thought medical field. And so I purposely took general classes that related to that. And even in high school, I only took certain general classes that I thought I'd like instead of just like trying things out and letting myself explore. So I really wish I would have been a little bit more open with my electives. Um, That said, uh, I will be done with my electives this summer. And um, so I I can't really do that anymore. But I, I feel like I've gotten a pretty good background just because of the requirements of getting your generals done where you have to explore different career areas which I used to hate and it still kind of sucks um but I think it's good that they make you kind of explore and get a well-rounded education because it helps you really um explore I guess I keep using that word but you you get what I mean okay question seven through ten were like I don't want to say a doozy but like I put so much thought into them like I kind of lost track of time as I was journaling and writing out the answers or response responses to these questions so um yeah more so eight nine and ten but seven I kind of went off a little bit too it's like okay pop off (laughs) okay number seven is if you had five minutes and the whole world was forced to listen what would you say and so instead of going like ad lib on this one I'm just going to read to you guys what I ended up writing down sorry if you just heard me move my notebook or something okay so here's what I wrote be kind and compassionate to everyone accept others for who they are and not for what you expect them to be but for who they are that is so important And also, so I just wrote be kind and compassionate, but I'd like to actually elaborate. (laughs) I know I said I wouldn't ad lib, but I'm going to. I think it's so important in our world right now to be kind and be compassionate. You have no idea what other people are experiencing. It's so important to be compassionate about that and to be kind to others because what you do and say can affect them more than you will ever, ever know. And then, like I said, accept others for who they are, not for what you expect them to be right? Like, accept people for who they are. 
don't put you don't project your expectations onto other people because you are going to end up disappointed. And honestly, that's not fair to them. These are like I kind of went off on like things I've I've learned, I guess. Like I'm not trying to be like like here's what you need to do, but um that's kind of the route I took. All right, and then I said understand that you will never understand other people's struggles. I feel like that's so important, especially with like mental health. It's so it's so messed up because people will say I'm really struggling with my anxiety and then people will be like, well, just stop thinking about it. And it's like, that's not how it works. You clearly don't understand the intricacies of that person's struggle. And the thing is, you're never going to. And so I feel like if you understand that, you can come from a place that's more kind and compassionate, right? Because if you're sitting there trying to fix people, you know, trying to change them to be what you expect, like to be mentally healthy, like it's not going to work because you don't understand their struggle and you're never going to. And the thing is, when people talk to you about their struggles, they're not asking you to fix them. They're asking you to listen. They're asking you to support. And that's all you can do because, like I just said, you're never going to understand their struggles. So come from a place of kindness. Come from a place of compassion and never try to fix a person just because they're telling you about their struggles. Because you're never going to really understand it. And they're not asking you to. You know what I mean? And if they are asking you to understand it, that's not fair. And that's another thing to also understand. I also wrote, remember that life is messy but also beautiful. And know in your core that you're here for a reason. Right? I feel like sometimes it's so easy to lose that perspective. And... To just be like, life is so messy right now. It's so ridiculous. I just, I can't go on. Or like, I I just can't cope with this. But just know that like, you're here for a reason. And even if you don't understand it, that's kind of the point. Like, like I was saying earlier, none of us understand what life is. Right? Like, you're just figuring it out. And we put so much pressure on ourselves to have a perfect life. To have things figured out. But the thing is, the messiness, the uncertainty, that's what makes life life. (laughs) You know, that's what life is mystery. None of us know why we're here. None of us know where we're going. We just have right now. And sometimes it's messy. Yeah, but it's also beautiful in a lot of ways. Look back at your life and think about some of the darkest times or the messiest times and then look how you overcame that. And the thing is, you overcoming that is the most beautiful thing in the world. And you wouldn't appreciate that beauty if it wasn't for that struggle that you went through to get there, right? And and know in your core that you're here for a reason. So if you're going through shit, know that you're going through it for a reason and that there is a rainbow on the other side. As cheesy as that sounds. It's gonna get better. It always gets better. You know what I mean? Like, I know that might sound like um, looking at it through rose-colored glasses, almost toxic positivity, but it's not. You know, like, you're here for a reason. And if it's shitty, what can you do to fix it? And if you can't do anything to fix it right now, then just ride it out. See where it goes. It's all you can do. But you're here for a reason. I also wrote down, you deserve happiness. And you deserve experiences and dreams and amazing memories. And you should never forget that. And I wrote, not all chapters are great but your story can be grand. I feel like that's so poetic of me. Not all of your chapters in life are going to be great. That is toxic positivity, you guys. Like, that is a thing. 
not everything in your life needs to be perfect. Not everything needs to go according to plan. Not everything needs to make sense, right? Like it, it doesn't need to make sense in order for your story to be amazing. And the thing is, there's no end. I mean, there is an end, like you die, right? <laughs> but like, there's no end to your journey. It's not like once I get this figured out, my life will make sense. Once I get this done, my life will be fulfilled. Like, that's not how it works. You just go chapter by chapter, moment by moment, and not all of them are great. Not all moments are great. Life is messy. Things happen, but that doesn't mean that you throw away or stop looking at the good chapters because those are there too. We live in a world of polarity. There's good, there's bad, there's in between, there's, it's, it's everything. Life is everything, you guys. It's messy. it's also beautiful, right? And then I also write, you're the author of your own story, so own it. I feel like that's so important because where you are right now, whether it's easy for you to admit or not, to some degree, at least, I understand sometimes you're born into situations and put in situations that you did not choose, so I'm not talking about that, but in general and like to a point, you are where you are in your life because you are there because because you have chose to be there to a, to a point like have you done everything in your power to change it if it's really bad right now is there something you could do right now if not is there something you can do down the road is there something you can look forward to how can you make the most out of where you are maybe you're stuck in a situation because that happens but how can you make the most out of it because you sitting and feeling bad about your life and feeling like your life sucks and you have it bad and everyone else is like privileged which privilege is a thing I'm not denouncing privilege but like feeling like you are stuck like you can't make the most out of it is it's I don't want to say your feelings are wrong (laughs) I feel like I'm tiptoeing around this because there's a lot of disclaimers in what I'm saying here I'm, I'm over generalizing but what I'm trying to say is you decide how you react to what is given to you in life, right? And you can make the most of it or you can make it worse. I'm going to leave it at that. I guess that's what I'd say. And I probably did just take five minutes to say that. So (laughs) anyway, all right, moving on. Question number eight, what would you do with your life if you had no fear? And this is where I completely popped off. Like this is where all of those new ideas started coming to me. And I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't even know that about myself. I didn't even know I wanted that. So I'm just going to read my list. I'm going to try not to like ad-lib too much because it's a long list, (laughs) you know? So it's going to, it's literally list format. Okay. So what would I do? Um, shoot, I have to pull the question back up. What would you do with your, wait, yeah. What would you do with your life if you had no fear? Okay. So this is what I wrote. I would travel more. I would move out of my hometown. I would go skydiving and rock climbing and surfing and just kind of experience life, right? I said, I would flirt with more guys and not be so fearful of like rejection or like, should I be doing this? Just live my life, you know, like I'm going to die. So (laughs) might as well. Okay. Like that's not probably a healthy mindset, but you get what I mean. Flirt with guys, experience new people new places, right? Like get into relationships, 
and learn from them and maybe along the way find someone great that I want to spend my life with and learn from that as well. But even if I don't find anyone, that's fine. Just get into relationships. Learn from them. I don't want to be a 90-year-old freaking, like, grandma that didn't experience life, you know, that didn't experience relationships and heartbreak. I want to have gone through the ringer with that shit so that I can give the most amazing wisdom, you know, to, like, anyone. I don't even know if I'll have grandkids, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to have that edge as a grandma. Like, yeah, I lived life. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to invest in myself more, right? Like going to college and not being so fearful of the debt, getting a gym membership, buying clothes I want, right? Like again, you only live life. I could, you only live once. I could die tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like if I was going to die tomorrow, I would rather that I spent my money on something that made me happy than stuffing that money away in my savings and never spending it. And, like, saving it for a rainy day, that never comes. Now, I'm not saying it's not good to save, because it is, to a point. But, like, also, buy yourself nice things. Do things for yourself. You know what I mean? So, I want to invest, I would invest in myself more. I would try acupuncture, which kind of terrifies me with the needles, but it'd be cool to experience it. Get a massage. Have a psychic reading. Also terrifies me. Like, I don't even know what I would find out, and... But again, I, I won't know until I experience it. Try a yoga class or a Pilates class. That terrifies me because I am not flexible, you guys. I don't want to, like, go to a yoga class and, like, everyone just gracefully goes into downward dog and I'm there like, oh, my God, I'm freaking dying. But going is the only way to experience if I'd like it or not. Same with a spin class. Never been. Um, don't know if I'd love it, but I would try that if I didn't have fear get a facial. Um, that one's more so like spending money on that, that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if like I need to buy, like get a facial. Um, but overall just like buying things and doing things that would make me happy. I said I'd run a 5k, hike a freaking mountain. That's terrifying. But imagine that story. Imagine that experience. Having that under your belt, that's so freaking cool. I said I'd get into a healthy, loving, and committed relationship even though, like, commitment kind of scares me right now. So I'd get into that. I'd live in different places and explore. I feel like I have such a fear of that, of moving, but I, I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I would live in different places and have those different experiences before ever settling down if I didn't have fear, which I'm working on, obviously. I travel internationally. That terrifies me. I feel like traveling within the U.S., for me is one thing, but traveling internationally, it's like a whole other thing. I have zero experience with it. My family, my mom and dad, they have like zero interest in traveling. So we've never experienced that. I've never experienced that. Um, I also put vlogging unapologetically in public. That is hard, you guys. That's hard. But if I had no fear, I'd just vlog in public and not care what people thought. Getting tattoos. You guys, I want to get tattoos and I'm actually working on this like as soon as um, COVID's done, I feel like I really want to get a tattoo. Um, I'm still deciding which one and where I'd get it, but um, yeah, I really want to get a tattoo. Uh, I want to re-pierce my ears. Again, I'm kind of waiting with COVID because I just, I feel like those are things that aren't necessary right now, and I don't want to be doing unnecessary things where I go in public. 
for unnecessary reasons. Oh my god. The last one that I wrote down, don't ask me why, but I mean it is true and it's relatable, is if I had no fear, I would just go to the bathroom in public places and not wait for everyone to leave first before actually going. I don't even know, but that's a real thing. I don't know why I do it, but I can't. If there's someone else in there, I hold it and I wait for them to finish and leave and then I go and I don't know why I do that because it's just... It's painful to sit there and wait, and you're just like, I need to go right now, but, like, I can't because there's a person there, and they could hear me. Like, why Why are we like that? I, I don't know. Living without fear guides, it'd be something else. Something else, for sure. So, number nine was interesting for me. This is what started, I mean, number eight really brought out some desires that I didn't even know I had, like, um... Well, you guys just heard all of them. Like, I had no idea that I would have that much of a desire to travel, right? Like, or to go out and explore and try new things so much. I, I didn't realize how in-depth of a passion that was that I had. So, um, eight number eight brought out a lot, too. But number nine and number ten brought out this whole big, like, career idea that I didn't even know that I had within me. I mean, to an extent, but again, not fully. So number nine, the question is, what would you do with your life if you had a guarantee of success? And so when I was writing this, it was really interesting because as I started writing these down, half of these goals that I wrote down here, half of these ideas scared the shit out of me because I'm afraid of failure. I'm like, dude, that sounds so obnoxiously ambitious. Like, who am I to even dream of that? right? Like, but that's such a limiting belief. So if you guys run into that, I I just want you to know, I feel like that's normal. Um, I know I experienced that. Um, But nothing that you want is outside of your reach if you are willing to work for it and you're willing to believe in yourself. I I truly believe that. Um, It's not to say that you're going to get there overnight or that it's going to be easy. It's just to say that it is possible if you really dedicate yourself to it and really believe in yourself enough. Okay, now that that's out of the way, (laughs) number nine, what would you do with your life if you had guarantee of success? Here's what I wrote down. I said I would get my bachelor's degree in either marketing or mass communications or some degree that I end up deciding on. Those are the two I'm thinking of right now. I would get a job and work for a social media agency after graduation maybe do some internships while in college I don't know but after graduation work for a social media agency part-time and pursue my youtube channel and podcasting this podcast right here as almost like a side hustle so not relying on it for all my income but really focusing on trying to build it up because I know that I'd be able to Um, and I said, maybe start my own agency and hire a team at some time and like rent out a studio to work at. When I wrote that down, I was like, who is she? What? But that does sound so cool. I think that I would want to work for someone else first. I'd want to really learn the industry, learn social media management to the point where I feel like I'm virtually an expert where I could start my own agency. But then I feel like eventually maybe down the road, Maybe it's a dream of mine to work for a company and then eventually start my own company. I don't know. 
But anyway, um, I also said release merch at some point, whether it's for this podcast or it's for my YouTube channel or something. Just like, I think it'd be so cool to release merch, you know, and be like, the link for my merch is in the description. I just think it'd be so cool. Um, I also said live in my own apartment and adopt some fur babies. Adopt, not buy. Adopt some fur babies, whether they're cats or dogs. I'm not one or the other. I feel like I would start with a cat because I have more experience with that. But then I could definitely adopt a dog as well and kind of learn. I don't know. Um, I also said find my person and grow through life together. I feel like that's so important. Instead of wording it like it's a destination, like find my person and be in a great relationship, I said find my person and grow through life together, right? Like I feel like that's so, so much better. I said learn coffee making in an art form and become a self-taught non-pro barista. That just sounds so cool. That's again with me wanting to experiment with my coffee. I want to be the type of person that like knows her shit about coffee. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I feel like I need to because this is the caffeinated brunette. No, it's not because of that. I just, I love coffee and I think it'd be so cool to learn more about the different types of coffee. I know that sounds weird, but it's, it's true. I also said run a marathon. I'd run a marathon too. Create real change through nonprofit donations, volunteering, and or service. I, I really, really want to give back. Like I want to make it so far up or even not even that far, but make it on my own and then give back. That is such a goal of mine. You guys, like I want that so bad. And I want to donate to organizations that have causes related to like women's rights, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ plus like awareness, things like that. I just, oh my God, I would love to help create real change through organizations for those types of things. I would also start learning more about weight training and become a regular at the gym. I think that's so cool. I watch people, that sounds creepy, I will look at people on TikTok and YouTube who do weight training and they have like built these amazing toned bodies with their muscles and it's not even like I'm looking at them and I'm like, I want that body, like I want that body type. It's more like, I'm like, that is so impressive that they, like they did that. Sis, you did that on your own. It's so inspiring. And also I just, I just think it'd be really cool to be able to go to the gym and just know what the machines do. Like this is a hip abduction. I don't even know what that is. I've just heard it before. But you know what I mean? Become a regular and just learn about weight training and get into it. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. I also said learn more about nutrition and low-key be an unofficial expert, whatever that means. Basically, I just want to learn more about nutrition. I want to get really healthy, <laughs> like fitness-wise and health-wise. I just would love that. And I also said pay off my parents' debt, build them their dream home. I want to write a book and publish it. Like this is if I was guaranteed success, I would do all this. Write a book publish it, and then I'd send a copy to all of my teachers, all of my mentors, my friends, and my family, and I'd be like, look what I wrote, <laughs> and I just think that would be, oh, it'd just be, it'd be a great moment to send that, especially, like, I'm just thinking some of my high school teachers, 
who really believed in me and my writing and like to be able to send them a copy of my accomplishment and be like you were a part of this you're a part of the reason that I was able to do this I oh my god I would do that in a heartbeat like if I was guaranteed success and I got out of my own way that would be so amazing um okay question number 10 was what would you do with your life if money wasn't an issue so this one I feel like it's kind of repetitive because number nine is like what would you do if you were guaranteed success so some of the things I wrote down for number nine were money related um so it might be a little bit of an overlap but we'll just ignore that for now so I wrote down I'd pay off my parents debt and build their dream house like I think that'd be so cool that'd be such an accomplishment I'd be like, not for bragging reasons, but I just, they've done so much for me and they've invested in me so much that it would be an amazing way for me to give back. And I would love to be able to give them their dream home, you know, for their retirement or whatever. I, I just, oh my God, that would make my heart so happy, basically. Um, I also said I would donate thousands to charities. Again, this is if money was not an issue. Like, let's just think if I was a millionaire or something. I donate thousands to charities, um, again, related to those same causes, women's rights, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ plus uh, awareness, things of that nature. I donate thousands. I would start a scholarship for girls that want to go into social media, but specifically girls from marginalized communities, right? Like, I just, I think that'd be so, I keep saying I think that'd be so cool, but I think it'd be a great way to give back and to help create more opportunities for women in communities like that that are marginalized women in marginalized communities it would help them get like to a place where they could pursue something more creative like social media instead of having to take such a, it would just give them a different route I guess and maybe it would give them more hope that they could go into this type of a career I don't know anyway um, I also think it'd be so cool to give back to my subscribers and you guys, the listeners of this podcast one day, by doing, like, Starbucks giveaways. I know I've seen some of my favorite influencers do that. They'll, like, buy some of their listeners or subscribers, like, a coffee order every now and then. Um, so it's like, here, have a coffee on me, and then they give them the money for, like, Starbucks. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think doing something like that would be so freaking awesome. Also, donating to, like, animal shelters to better, to have better quality conditions. Not just, like, donate to them, but actually be a part of helping them renovate and have better conditions for the animals. Possibly outreach programs to make people more aware of shelters and animals in need. I think that would be so... I just... Animals are so... (laughs) They're just... We don't deserve animals, I feel like. And doing something like that would just be so fulfilling to see like if I could I would adopt all the animals in all the shelters but like I can't do that so what I what I would do if I had the money is try to help make the conditions at shelters better and um help with outreach programs to get people to adopt more instead of buying because there are so many animals right now that are in shelters, and they just deserve so much better than what they've been given, I guess, and I would love to, to help any way I could, and if I had money, I would definitely do that, um, I also wrote down, I would, 
okay, this is where I got real, like, like, dang, girl, um, start my own company one day. This is when I really started, like, kind of playing into that with number nine, where I was, like, maybe start my own agency and hire a team and get a studio. When I, when I had question 10 come up, and it's, like, if money wasn't an issue, I was, like, start my own company and hire my own team one day and get my own studio to work from, for my team to work from. And then I went into what the studio would be like and like, guys, think about this. Just envision it, okay? So I'm the boss, <laughs> right? Like I'm the CEO. I started this company, whether it's a social media management agency or it is like an online brand. I don't even know. It's some sort of online company, right? And so I'd have this studio apartment or this building, probably not the building, but like a studio, an area, right? For my um, business, my company. And I would have one of the rooms be my podcast studio. So that's where I would have guests either come in live or I'd have them virtually there. And we'd have like all the speaker equipment and everything. And I would close the door and I'd maybe have like one of those stick on light things you can get from Amazon and it'd be on when I'm recording. So my team would know not to, um, go in there. And um, it'd just be a podcast studio, right? So it'd have better acoustics, better audio quality, all of that. And then the main area, because it is a studio, um, besides the one room. So it would probably be like a one-bedroom apartment or something. I don't know what I would do, but you get the idea. And the main area where it'd be open, um, there'd be all kinds of well, not all kinds of, but there'd be the desks for my team, my employees, and they would have Apple computers, like Apple desktop computers, and there'd be big windows, right? It wouldn't be just like a blocked-in cubicle, right? It'd be big windows. Everyone is able to see out the window. There's the computers. There's a fully stocked kitchen with snacks and things like that. There'd be another room, so actually maybe be like a two-bedroom apartment, or it's like a quiet room. It has a TV where like you can hook up a meditation with like meditation music or a guided meditation. You could put on like the fireplace thing, whatever that's called on Netflix. I don't know. You could, um, there'd be like books, like a bookshelf, maybe some magazines. There'd be candles, like a, a couch or a futon or something, things like that. Like it'd just be a quiet room where they could go on their break if they wanted to, or if they just needed a minute to themselves, I think that'd be awesome, um, and then, obviously, I'd have my own team hired, so I'd have, like, an accountant, so I don't have to worry about all that as much, um, an accountant, a personal assistant who would, like, help me, um, schedule things, obviously, um, and, like, maybe keep the kitchen stocked, not that that's, like, their main thing, but they, I would be such a cool boss, I feel like, Anyway, um, a personal assistant, like a graphic designer, an SEO specialist, search engine optimization, that would be so important, possibly like a social media management or social media marketing team, so a couple people who work on that, a podcast manager, so they work on editing the podcast episodes and brainstorming with me for episode ideas, things like that. Um, helping with outreach, just really managing the podcast, even though I'm hosting, they would like manage it. And then, um, I don't know, I was just like going off. I was like, that sounds so cool. 
And honestly, I don't know if I'll ever do this, but I think it really did just this question of like, um, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? And then this came up. I realized like, I think I have a lot of deep rooted limiting beliefs about money. And I feel like that kind of holds me back from a lot of ideas. So even if it isn't this in particular, I realized that like, I would love one day to, if not have my own company, be higher up in a company or to work for a company where it's that type of an environment, right? And like, maybe I'm just too afraid um, with the money thing to move to an area where that would actually be possible for me. I don't really know, but it, it definitely did open a lot of doors, a lot of windows, whatever you want to call it. I just think it's so interesting. And then obviously with the money thing, I also wrote down, have my own dream apartment with my adopted fur babies. Um, and I wrote down, like, if I was my own boss, um, I would have it so that you can bring your pets to work if you want to. And we could even, like, go on lunch break together sometimes and maybe, like, walk our pets. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that'd be so cool. Um, anyway, that is the end of the find your passion self-discovery exercise. Um, today's episode was really long. Um, if you guys listened this far... Thank you so much. I appreciate you more than you could ever know. Oh my god, like, I can't even imagine listening to me for an hour and a half. But if you love it, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, Alright, I need to stop, like, babbling on. This is a long enough episode already. So, yes. Thank you for listening. If you haven't let, if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you are loving what you're hearing, also screenshot this episode and tag me, like post it on your Instagram story and then tag me either at Rachel Alora or at the caffeinated brunette podcast. I know it's long. The caffeinated brunette was taken. Just it is what it is. But yeah, tag me on your Insta story at Rachel Alora or at the caffeinated brunette podcast and um, I will share it on my story and um I'm gonna create a highlight on the caffeinated brunette podcast Instagram account that's going to be like I can't even remember what I said it was gonna be titled but it's gonna be things like that like the listeners right like all of you guys community something like that right and it'll I just think it'd be a great way for all of us to like see what see each other I I don't know I, I just think it'd be a good idea and also feel free to dm me let me know what you thought of this episode just dm me to say hi just let me know if you guys are listening because with a podcast it's not like youtube where you can see um who's listening or well not okay it's not like youtube in the sense you can't like get instant instant gratification (laughs) oh my god you can't like see the um how do i word this oh my goodness you can't understand your audience or like know who's necessarily listening not that you can with youtube but it's just it's different right like i don't i don't know who is listening compared to like i've had a couple of you guys reach out and tell me that you watch my youtube videos or i'll get like have you guys comment on videos and i can see that you can't comment on a podcast so please dm me and let me know if you guys are listening um it kind of helps me stay motivated too to know that there are people listening. Uh, but 
also just because I like engaging with you guys. Please DM me. Reach out. We can be friends. Please. I, I would love that. That'd be so cool. And um, I feel like that that's pretty much it for like um, the ending of this episode. Again, same with like the intro. I didn't know how to start this episode. I don't know how to end it. But I guess um, this is sort of like goodbye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening and I will just talk to you guys again next Monday. Don't don't forget to like miss that. Oh yeah. The other thing I was going to tell you, subscribe, <laughs> like subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when I post. And if you're not following me at the caffeinated brunette podcast, or you're not following that account, please follow because I will post updates on my story and like an actual post every time that an episode goes live. So make sure to follow there for any updates related to this podcast. And now, with all of that said, I will talk to you guys again next Monday. Bye, guys.